I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. I think it, it it is a rare occurrence even for the Hindustan Times Leadership Summit in all its years to have someone uh, come to us after his company has made the kind of announcement it's just done. Uh, Walmart announced just a few hours ago that it would uh, source 10 billion worth of products from India every year starting 2027. I, I think it's one of the biggest sourcing deals ever announced from India. It's a country we have a long and diverse history in. For many years, we've had a long-standing purchasing or sourcing relationship, a large and very capable technology team, an educational retail JV experience, a wholesale business serving Karanas, and very importantly, a lot of our company's leaders are from India. Some live and work in India, and many are working in our businesses across the world, including in the U.S. So when we invested in Flipkart and PhonePay in 2018, we were experienced and informed. We were also excited because you see, we believe in India's future. Part of what is exciting in, in, in India is that it's a remarkably competitive environment. E-commerce only accounts for about 4% of total retail in India, and there are a number of companies competing in the market, including Amazon, Reliance, Snapdeal, Paytm, and many others. We think this is a good thing. Competition will improve services, bring down costs for consumers, and give additional value to producers. Customers in India today are getting high-quality goods at affordable prices from companies like Flipkart, Reliance, and Amazon. This competition will help local companies grow into global brands like Flipkart and PhonePay. Since our investment, we've been very impressed with how these homegrown leaders and tech companies have grown and performed. Our goal was to give them financial and other forms of support that would enable them to achieve their full potential, and they're well on their way. Flipkart's been the pioneer of e-commerce in India. It now has more than 300,000 sellers on its website, is driving convenience for suppliers and customers with a focus on greater adoption in Tier 2 and Tier 3 cities. As the platforms have become more robust, we've also been encouraged by the impressive work from our suppliers in India. They really stepped up when our customers needed it most. Take, for example, Manoj Kumar, whose business Panipat Bazaar sells handloom home furnishing products such as bed sheets, cushion covers, and doormats online. During the pandemic, his business was impacted, yet he pivoted and shifted his focus to face masks that were in high demand, meeting both the requirements of consumers while keeping his business afloat. Or Amit Gupta, or Dadaji Steel, a kitchen appliances retailer based in Patna who kept his operations going during the pandemic to meet the increasing demand of kitchen, kitchen appliances as people stayed home. As I mentioned earlier, India is not only a priority for our e-commerce and wholesale business, but also for sourcing. Our sourcing relationship is more than 20 years old. My first buying trip to India was in 2004, and we've always found outstanding made-in-India items that our customers love. 
We currently source $3 billion of made in India merchandise each year that includes apparel, homeware, jewelry, hard lines, and other popular products, which currently reach customers in 14 markets, including the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Central America, and the United Kingdom. As our business continues to grow, so does, so does our interest in sourcing from India. That's why we made the announcement I mentioned earlier, a commitment to more than triple our exports from India by 2027 to $10 billion annually. The main categories for growth include food, pharmaceuticals, consumables, health and wellness, and general merchandise, along with apparel, homeware, and other key Indian export categories. We see a lot of potential for further growth in exports from India, and Walmart's business offers meaningful global market opportunities to made in India products. The more the Indian economy opens, the more opportunities it will have to reap these benefits. The theme of this conference is defining a new era. We believe India is entering a new era. The country's growing and by many estimates will be the third largest economy in the world by 2030 and a leader in many industries. We're committed to supporting the economic growth of India and this includes providing resources to local partners and taking made in India products. Do you have any idea as to how much of this is likely to come from medium and small enterprises, MSMEs? Uh, will some part of it, will a substantial part of it come from MSMEs? We hope so. That's a hard number to estimate, but our job is to be accessible to them and to be able to deal in quantities that they can produce. We've got a lot of experience doing that. We do that here in the U.S. It's very important to our business in Mexico. So I would expect that would be the case. And what we try to do is partner in a way that we really understand what types of quantities MSMEs should produce so their business doesn't become too stressed too quickly. Growth is challenging for an MSME. So getting that pace right is something that we really focus on. Is the supplier ecosystem where you would like it to be or are you still having to, uh, let's say, spend a lot of effort in developing that ecosystem to meet the Walmart standards? Yeah, we're still putting effort in, but we do everywhere, including here in the U.S. That's just an ongoing part of what we do. There are new companies formed all the time and partnering with them in a way that they can be successful is something that is a bit habitual for our merchants and that'll be the same in India. When, um, again, I'm, I'm going to ask you for a specific number. I know it's going to be difficult, but when you say uh, you're going to triple it, right now you're doing around 3 billion. Um, right. How many suppliers contribute to that 3 billion? Oh, I don't know that number. It'll be quite a few. You know, I think as you're trying to understand this, I think there'll be thousands of suppliers and producers that will emerge, some large, some small. And it's a bit like a living organism. It changes all the time. So it's not like we have a, a fixed number of how many suppliers we have. It's a it's a very fluid part of our business. But, but it's quite likely that since you're now trebling the number to uh, 10 billion, uh, you're, you, you're quite, it's quite likely that you'll have tens of thousands of suppliers who are contributing to this. Yeah, that number will have to grow. And so I think one of the messages we're hoping to send today is that we're open for business and we want people to have great items to bring them to us. We're, we're always looking for great merchandise. And so we're hoping this will generate even more suppliers than we've experienced before. We'll continue our existing relationships and add new relationships to it. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.